Trev and Ben shite-sized chunks. Are you a loser, Ben? Um, wh- what do you mean? Are you a loser? I don't like to think so. I mean, do you lose things easily? Oh, constantly. I mean, I know you're often losing your glasses. Always. But what about other things? Are you, are you one, can you never find your keys? Are you one of those people, are you one of those really annoying people that loses everything? Normally I've got my keys. That's good. That's about all I've got. (laughs) (laughs) You can never find your wallet? No. I grew up in a household where people would lose things all the time. And it used to drive me absolutely insane. Mm. And it's not changed. If I go to my parents' house now, uh, the chances are my dad would have lost something. Uh, My brother is the same, always losing something. Does it drive you insane because you're a particularly organised person that doesn't lose things? No, I'm not particularly organised, but I tend to know where things are. Mm. Do you know what I mean? See, I'll lose everything at once and I'll find the first bit. I'll think, great, I've got that, I'll put that there. Yeah. And then I'll go and find the other bits. Yeah, and, and then the you've lost the first bit. Yeah. I, I mean, the only time I do that, which is really annoying, is if you're putting together some flat pack furniture <laughs> or wrapping presents, I'm always losing the fucking sellotape. Yeah. That's the thing. I've, it's, Does it's that a, count as losing something? Because you, what do you mean the end of the sellotape or the no, sellotape itself? The actual sellotape, it oh. was in my hand literally 20 seconds ago. It can't be far and I can't see it anywhere. And yeah. I have to get up and it's rolled under the sofa or something. It does my fucking head in. So there's two battles there. You've got to find the sellotape and then find the end of it. Oh, I, oh, I tend to use sellotape that's now on a thing, you know, a, a little machine thing. Oh, you've got yourself a posh, what would you call it? A tape s- distributor. Oh, I was going to go for spool, but I prefer tape distributor. Tape distributor, yeah. yeah. In fact, I hate it if I have to use sellotape and I, and I can't find the distributor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's that, just another thing to lose, it? Is it is just another thing to lose, yeah. What about when you were younger, sort of at school or going out with your mum and dad? Did you ever lose anything, get into trouble? Um, probably, but I can't really remember all of it. I know my sister got in trouble once for leaving her... Well, she didn't get in trouble, but she caused a great fuss when she left one of her teddy bears behind. Oh. And she'd lost it, and they had to go all the way back to some big... I think it was some big cathedral or something like that. It rings a bell. Did you get it back? I think they did. Oh, that's nice. It was a success. I once lost a... Um, I begged my mum to take me into Croydon uh, to go to the shop to buy a case for my fir- my first ever camera, and I wanted a case for it. Okay. So uh, off we went into Croydon, went to the shop. And uh, as we were walking back towards the bus stop, there's me. I'm swinging the bag around. (laughs) And we looked in the bag. Bag was empty. Oh. Uh, So we retraced the steps. Well, I couldn't find it anywhere. Doesn't necessarily mean you lost it. I mean, it was Croydon. There could have been (laughs) pockets going about. I I remember my mum being furious. Furious because we had to go and buy another one. Well, you could have said, look on the bright side, Mum, I didn't lose the camera. Well, that's true, yeah. Silver linings. I didn't think about that, did I? I didn't think about that. (laughs) Don't answer back. (laughs) The other thing when you're a kid and you've lost something is um, I was was always quite good at searching. I used to quite enjoy, like, if my brother had lost something, as I say, he was always losing things. So if he'd lost something, I always used to like being the one that found it. You know, because then I could sort of rub his nose in it a little bit. <laughs> and But he would... I always remember this. We, we used to share a bedroom, right? So um, he'd lose something and he'd be driving everyone insane because he'd lost whatever it was. And my mum would say, well, have you looked properly? And he'd be sitting on the edge of his bed and he would literally sort of turn his head to the left and then to the right and go, yeah, I can't find it anywhere. And you go, that's not looking, I is it? I get accused of this as well. I get, <laughs> I get told I don't look properly. <laughs> I need to look behind things, apparently. Well, yes. I mean, yeah. Well, do you think just because you can't see it... Precisely. If I can't see it... It's completely disappeared into the ether. If I scan the room quickly and I can't see it immediately, <laughs> it's lost. 
Oh man. <laughs> See, what about um, paperwork? Oh, oh, forget it. That's. The, I think that's the thing I'm bad at. Unless it's in an email and I can search through the inbox quite easily. Yeah, then no. yeah. I've got probably six or seven of those metal boxes for filing things in. That's, yeah, I would say that was quite organised. But um, the trouble is, I, I've got years worth of shit in there that I don't need. And I don't have room for any of the new paperwork. So I'm now in a, in a situation where I don't want to buy another one of these metal boxes because I've got nowhere to put these metal boxes anymore. Yeah. And now I've just got piles of paperwork. You see, you're sounding like my dad. Really? He has boxes and boxes full. He won't throw anything away. Full of old paperwork. He's got instruction manuals on VCRs. <laughs> yeah, but he's no controls. longer has. No, no, none of it. None of it at all. But he won't <laughs> throw it away because you never know when you might need it. Well, this is the thing. Is it? I mean, I've got... I, I was thinking the other day uh, when I was doing my tax return and I was going through all my paperwork, I did think, oh, this is ridiculous. And I opened up one of my... The first ever box I had. And there's bank statements... Barclay card statements going back to uh, 1998. Do I need wow. those anymore? I no, can probably I get rid so. of those, can't I? Yeah. So I think maybe what I need to do is start some kind of uh, cycle going so that I, I just recycle the boxes and shred the paper. Or you mark everything very clearly, and when you throw the old VCR away, mm. you go and get the accompanying paperwork. <laughs> and yes, and throw it away with it. <laughs> yeah. What I tend to do with instruction manuals, I do have some that are, are filed in a box, but uh, most of them I just sort of put underneath the appliance. So that when I finally get rid of that appliance and pick it up, <laughs> oh, there's instruction manual, I can throw that out now. So if you bought some mugs, for example, you'd have instant coasters. I would have instant coasters. Yeah, mind you, I don't think many people need instruction manuals for their mugs. Though, no, and I don't think they. I don't think they give them out. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been given a mug with an instruction manual. No. Uh, step one: fill. <laughs> step two: drink. <laughs> step three: wash. See, That's, I suppose you do need some sort of yeah. instructions. I think the worst thing with my dad and my brother is paperwork for their car. Every year, I hear the ta- and I know from living there all those years. Every year there's the, I can't find last year's MOT paperwork or I can't find the car insurance paperwork. It's like, oh, Jesus. And then we have this whole stress on the morning the car's due for its MOT. I can sympathise with this. Or you don't do this. You don't have a, a, you see, this is where you should have a special folder in one of your boxes for car. If there's one thing I've lost more than my glasses and you you can vouch for how often I lose my glasses. (laughs) You lose your glasses on a weekly basis, generally. (laughs) If there's one thing in life I've lost more than, than glasses, it's the paper part to my driver's license. Oh, really? I've had so many of them. Really? And then what was driving me crazy was when I needed my newest one, because I, I drive for a living, so mm. I need it quite often if I go for a new job, I'd always find the sort of three that I'd been looking for the previous time. <laughs> oh, God, it's endless. And they're like 20 quid a pop as well when you yeah. need one of those. I don't think you need one now, do you? I don't need a paper bit now. Oh, do I you? hope not. I don't think so. I don't. I think they suddenly... I don't know. I'll have to check that. I've still got my original. Really? Yeah, I've still got the original one from when I was 17. Wow. 20 years I've had that. <laughs> I don't know where it is now, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about finding things? What about finding things? If you're out and about and you find something, isn't that exciting? You find something exciting. The best thing I think I've ever found was a tenner on the street. Now, did you pocket it? Of course I pocketed it. A tenner, I think you can pocket that. Well, I was having this argument with my dad the other day over dinner. Yeah. We we got chatting and we were talking about the crime of theft by finding. Okay. And um, I was saying about how, you know, if you find 300 quid in the street, obviously that's something you should hand in. Yeah, 300 quid, yeah. A tenner is going in my pocket. Tenner, I think I'd pocket. He wouldn't have it. 
Really? He said, no, same crime. <laughs> well, so he would go to the effort of handing that in at a police station? He was arguing that he would. I, well, oh, I'd like to see it first. The thing is, have you ever lost a tenner or a fiver? Probably. I have. I've definitely done that. It's fallen out of your pocket somewhere. I've never thought, oh, I'm going to go to the local police station to see if anyone's handed it in, because my initial thought is, of course no one's going to fucking hand that in. No, so what happens, I mean, if it gets handed in and no one claims it, and then no one, and then people forget because it's only a tenner, and then no one comes back to check if anyone's claimed it, what happens to it? I suspect it goes in the uh, policeman's drinking kitty, <laughs> I'd imagine. Uh, no, it must go to charity, mustn't it? It must must go towards the, the next policeman's ball maybe something like that some sort of charity <laughs> what, what's your limit then what would you start handing in to the police where would you start if you found a 20 20 note no that's going in the pocket 50 note pocket really yep. <laughs> oh now this is it because I think a 50 <laughs> I would hand in really yeah I think a 50 I'd feel a little bit awkward about sticking that in my pocket have you ever thought about just chancing your luck and going down to the local station and saying oh I lost a 50 anyone handed it in is this, well, this, what did it look like, sir? Well, it was a fifty-pound note. <laughs> what is this? That's the other thing. If you hand money in at the station, at the police station, who's? How can you claim that? How can you prove it was yours? Precisely. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. So you know, I'd rather pocket it than let some liar come and take it. <laughs> <laughs> at my primary school, uh, we used to have this thing that um, any money that you found in the playground, even if it was a penny you would go and hand in, because we were taught honesty, Ben. We were taught honesty at my primary school. Mm. Not like this sort of crime-ridden school you seem to go to. Oh, no, I was taught it. I just chose to flout <laughs> you it. That's chose all. to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, so you, you'd hand the money in, you'd go to the reception, and I'd imagine that the receptionist at our school would be fucking furious. I mean, imagine how many people at lunchtime would turn up with a penny that found <laughs> this in the playground. And then they would tape it to a bit of paper, and put your name and class on it. Yeah. And then at the end of the school year, uh, they would then hand back to the finder any money that hadn't been claimed. Oh. And of course, at the time, they made this whole thing about these are the honest children, these children are the bastions of this country. Yeah. (laughs) See, I think if I had the prospect of picking up a penny and then maybe getting it back at the end of term... (laughs) I think I'd leave it. You really? <laughs> yeah. You just go, fuck that, that. That can stay there. Yeah, because when you think about it, it's a lot of effort to go to. I might hurt myself bending over to pick up the penny. <laughs> and who's going to claim it? <laughs> who's gonna, even a child isn't going to claim a penny. No. Although in my day, you could still get a sweet for a penny. Could you? Yeah, there were still penny sweets oh. in my day, so maybe you would. I don't know. <laughs> um, I once found a mobile phone. Did you go through it? Oh, no. no All the photos? No. Well, I couldn't get into it, could I? Oh, passcode. Yeah, I couldn't get into it. So then what I did was I I thought, well, I'll take it to the the local police station. And I was just about to leave the house and go to the police station, and the phone rang. Oh, really? Yeah. So I answered it. I was like, hello? They said, oh, um, this is my phone. I I lost it. So we arranged to meet uh, so that I could give the phone back. Sounds like the start of a romantic comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought, I mean, I don't do it for the reward. Mm. But I thought he might offer me a drink. Uh, you know, he's a tenner, go and have a drink on yeah. me, something like that. Do you know what he offered me? What? A cigarette. Oh. <laughs> I don't fucking smoke. <laughs> 
So when, it, when he said, oh, do you want a cigarette? Thanks very much for bringing a phone, mate. Do you want a cigarette? I, uh, I said, no, 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 I don't smoke, mate. I thought then he might say, oh, well, here's a tenner. Help yourself to a drink, mate. Yeah. Nothing. He just fucked off. Well, I said, excuse me, mate. Give me that, give me that fag back. I'm, t- I'm getting something from your trouble. <laughs> well, what I wish I'd done now is taken a cigarette, lit it, and then burnt it into his face. <laughs> right in the eyeball. <laughs> Uh, but then you see, there's, I, I, what I didn't like about it was when I picked up the phone, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't like finding things. Well, then why didn't you just leave it there? Because I can't. You think, <laughs> I can't leave it there. I've seen it now. I'd rather not see it. I'd rather just go past it. <laughs> and then, oh, I've seen it. I've, I've got to do something now. I've got to go to the police station. or I've got to go through some fucking pandemonium to get this thing sorted out. Yeah. Don't like all that, Ben. So can I go back to the cash quickly? Yeah, go on. Right. I reckon an envelope with 200 quid, I'd hand that in. Yeah, okay. Because I think that could be some old boy's pension money. That's right, yeah, it could be. You never know. So give that back. However, if you were to find a briefcase, yeah. 50 grand yeah. in 50 pound notes, yeah. and the inside was lined with bags of cocaine, <laughs> yes. would you hand that in? Of course I would. Now, why would you hand that in? That's clearly dodgy money. It could make your life very nice. Yeah, well, I'm not, I, I don't want to be involved in that, do I? <laughs> I mean, I've got a whole case of cocaine now that I've got to deal with. Yeah, could have some street value as well. Well, I didn't know. Of course it has, but then I've got to become a dealer. Or oh, you could just I mean, use it. It's my whole... Well, you could you know yeah. you use it. <laughs> do what you want. But that's my whole life turned upside <laughs> fucking down. Find it. That's why I don't want to find it. Man. I don't want to find the case. And who's dropped that? Who's not looking after that properly? <laughs> yeah, a very distracted criminal. <laughs> yeah, that's. Don't fucking employ him anymore. No. You find him in the bottom of the river with a bullet through his head. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing you've ever found? Uh, the weirdest. Well, not really. Oh, no. Once when I was working as a gardener, I found, I found a couple of weird things. I found a knife, which wasn't that exciting. I did find. Old or new? Like, was it a new knife recently buried? No, it looked quite old. Oh, yeah. No, that's not that's not exciting at all. Not really. I, I was did, hoping you'd say it'd been used as a sort of murder. <laughs> I did find a, um, a rather explicit note. Explicit note? Yep, of a girl's name, telephone number, address, and the fact she was uh, willing to, <clears throat> you know, perform favours. Wow. Why is she burying that? I don't, I don't think she was the one leaving these notes about the place. Oh, she wasn't. I, thought I don't think a, so. Maybe she's just got a thing about gardeners and she's just <laughs> burying it. <laughs> My dad found a gun once. A gun? Yep. What sort of gun? A pistol. Like, again, like a newer World War Two thing? I mean, what we no, talking? No, it looked, it looked quite modern, quite realistic. Uh, I don't think he ever did find out if it was replica or not. Oh, wow. That was quite exciting. Yeah, that'd be exciting. Mm. Oh, did, he, did he not touch it for fingerprinting and all that, you know? No, I think he picked it up. Oh, he's probably <laughs> going to be implicated in some <laughs> terrible crime. <laughs> it's a good cover-up, though, isn't it? That's a very good cover-up, yeah. yeah. I'm a gardener, I dug it up. Mm. It's got nothing to do with me. I picked it up, it's got my prints on it, but, you know, I'm a gardener. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> but I, I've, I've been going through um, stuff. The reason I wanted to talk about losing and finding things is because I came across a list of the strangest things left in hotels uh, over the last 12 months. Okay. And these are extraordinary. And why people are uh, not looking after these things, I have absolutely no idea. So, for example, uh, a Shetland pony. Yeah, that is quite astonishing. Who's going to leave that behind them? You're going to know that you've got a Shetland pony. Mm. You're not going to turn up at a hotel with a Shetland pony and overnight forget it. You're assuming they have forgotten it, though. I mean, that would be a good practical joke, wouldn't it? Leave someone to deal with a Shetland pony. <laughs> yeah, well, How do they get it in? Well, I guess, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that must be against company policy. 
Yeah, who's letting that in? What sort of receptionist going, yeah, let that in? I don't think you'd be allowed to take a dog in a hotel. Maybe it, maybe it was a, a guide Shetland pony. Have you taken a few dogs into the hotel? <laughs> I have, yeah. Hey. Yeah. There's obviously all the usual things like tablets and mobile phones and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, some of the other things that have been uh, left, and I'd like this, I'd like to find this. Again, there'd be that ethical question of whether I took these or not. A collection of lightsabers. That would be I, so I, fifty grand and a, and a briefcase full of cocaine. Nothing. Some, nothing. some toy lightsabers. Yeah. you're all over it. Oh, I don't know if they were toys. I don't know if they were toys. I doubt they were real. <laughs> <laughs> a prenup agreement left in a hotel. I suppose that's paperwork that could be easily left behind. Yeah, but you'd make sure that's quite important, isn't it? You'd make sure you have that. Depends how much money you've got, I suppose. I suppose secret family pasta sauce recipe. <laughs> How do you know it's a secret family recipe? Has he got it written on the top? <laughs> I mean, if you find that in a hotel room, you're not going to think, oh, that's a top secret family recipe. No, you just think pasta sauce recipe. They'd have had, they'd have had to have written secret family pasta exactly. sauce Who's recipe. Who's doing that? No one's doing that. <laughs> um, other things left behind in sort of odd places, like on the trains and stuff, uh, two human skulls in a bag. It's a crime scene, isn't it? Yeah, well, I, I think they were older. Uh, they were alarmed originally. They thought, Jesus, we've uncovered something. Oh, I thought you meant the skulls were alarmed. I thought, what sort of novelty alarm clock is this? Alar- oh, alarmed. Yeah, As in, I thought you meant they looked alarmed, like their jaw <laughs> was dropped. Um, well, I imagine that was the case too. Yeah. No, the police were alarmed, right. thinking, oh, shit, there's two skulls found on a train. Yeah. But they were quite legitimately owned by a university professor. Again, that's a great cover-up, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, officer, no, there's nothing untoward here. I use them in lectures. Absolutely fine. Breast implants. Who's leaving them behind? Hmm. How do they come out? Well, no, I don't think they were left by the woman. They oh, were right. left by a, a courier <laughs> who left a pair of breast implants on the circle line whilst heading towards a, a clinic in Harley Street. Right. Would you take them home? No, I've got no use for those. No? No. No? Oh, I, just, I just thought it might be... Uh, there's a lot of fun you could have with them. <laughs> no? Yeah, no? I suppose. Now, this, I think this is the weirdest thing. You were worried about the skulls. Yeah. Imagine finding a human-sized heart. A human-sized heart? Yeah, so not necessarily a human heart, but um, a human-sized heart was found, and they they looked into it, but nobody was able to determine the species. Nobody came forward to claim it, no? No, <laughs> well, no, no one was able to determine the species. Oh, what does that mean? That's interesting. Well, it's interesting, or rather creepy, I think. That means that somebody's we- making human-sized hearts from other things. Or did they show it to a butcher or an animal expert? A vet. A, a, or yes, or a vet. They showed it to a vet. Well, they did show it to a vet. Yeah, yeah, okay. they showed it to a vet, and he couldn't determine um, what animal it came from. I don't, I don't like that. Ooh. You've got, you've got to know, someone must know where, where it's come from. I like the, doing that. You can't just leave it at that, can you? You can't just say, well, we don't actually know what this heart belongs to. We'll forget it. You know, Surely you've got to do a bit more, you know, looking into it. You know, when they first discovered the platypus, they thought it was a practical joke. Mm, yeah. Because they thought it'd been all bits of different animals stitched together. That's right. Maybe that's similar to that. So this is a new animal that travels on the on the underground. No, I was thinking more like some crazed medical student has oh, I see. meshed bits of different hearts together to make some sort of super heart and then thought, right, I'll put that on a train. That'll confuse them. <laughs> if you're making some sort of super heart, why not use that for good? <laughs> I mean, this is just... It, just leaving it, it function. Just leaving it on a train. <laughs> uh, finally, the wedding dress. Oh, that's sad. It's quite sad, isn't it? Some poor bride on a big day has lost her dress. Again, how can you leave that? I don't understand how you're leaving that on a on a train. I suppose if you fall asleep 
and you wake up and it's your station you're a bit disoriented and you just sort of grab at the bag and that's it no as, as someone who got married abroad and had to take a wedding dress abroad with me not mm. not for me but for my wife you looks you looks <laughs> lovely in it can i say although you you do not take your eyes off it i don't know how that's happened and from your point of view the suit mm. I mean, I remember coming over to your wedding as best man, uh, thinking, well, I've got my suit. I need to make sure I've got that. And, of course, you, you had a, a special tie. Yep. You know, and, and that was the thing. I was thinking, don't lose the fucking tie. Like, anything else you can replace over there, probably. Yeah. But don't lose the fucking tie. Because <laughs> that, that's the thing. is things that you can't get, that you can't replace. Yeah. That you've got to be so careful of. It was a miracle that I didn't lose it. Bearing in mind, I've told you how much I lose everything. Yeah. But I suppose, seeing as you had the coat hanger <laughs> dug into my spine, it was, <laughs> it was hard for me to lose that And one. of course, let, let's, let's not forget, and let's finish on this. Uh, on your wedding day, you almost lost your wedding ring to the sea. <laughs> by showing everybody how well it fitted on your finger <laughs> by waving your hand in a quite a violent manner and it flying off and being stopped only by the chair of Roy Walker. True story. <laughs> and that's it for Science Those Chunks this week. Don't forget you can get in touch with us anytime on Twitter. At Trevor and Ben. And join us for the live show every Sunday morning, 9 to 11 on CroydonRadio.com. Trevor and Ben's Shite Size Chunks. Chunks.